thank God for another wonderful day and we are most grateful to him and we pray that he will give us the strength to live in this day a life that is worthy of his calling. Amen. You are listening to sermon series on Spotlight on the Word and today our sermon is Rule and Crown. Rule and Crown. Now, if you don't know a rule, then let me try and give you the sense of what a rule is. This type of uh, long, loose, fitting type of rule that usually is put on for formal occasions. That is the definition or the standard definition you get. Now, apart from that, I mean, there are other types of groups, um, other um, groups that are rope like that are used various um, various things but for this we are limiting ourselves to a formal rule that is worn by different people representing their class or showing their identity or authority now when you talk about the significance of the rule in various cultures uh, in ancient china in greece in egypt in Babylonia or Mesopotamia in various cultures across the world in fact in ancient Europe many people wore robes especially kings and queens wore different types of robes and these robes um, indicated the class of the person even very rich people put on very rich robes not just the class it shows certain kind of identity and for these queens and kings I spoke about most of the time it also represents that these people were leaders in terms of uh, leaders in their religious um, or in their religion yes. so robes were not just worn for fun or it wasn't worn casually it showed that this person is a leader this person has some form of relationship with the divine this person is a legitimate leader that is one thing we can see about um, robes but when you turn your bible to the old testament start flipping through the eight, uh, pages of the bible then you begin to realize that even priests wore robes in exodus chapter 28-39 and this when we're talking about the making of the priestly garments we realize how skillful um, the person that was asked in Basilea um, to make this robe was and so intricate and so wonderful how he moved all those things together to create this type of robes for the priest and that was special kings wore robes King David wore robes and various other kings wore robes in fact the king's virgin daughters wore robes in the example of Tamar, she wore robes of many colors and that is what the king's daughters or virgin daughters wore. Queens like Esther wore royal robes. In Matthew chapter 27 verse 28, we see that Jesus was, uh, a scarlet robe was put on Jesus. You come to Revelation chapter 7 verse 9 and then we're told that multitudes were clothed with white robes. And they are those who have come out of the great tribulations and wash their clothes 
and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Now, presently or in modern time, during special occasions such as graduation, people wore or people wear robes to indicate that they they have graduated. I mean, they 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 have now passed through a certain training or certain transformation has taken place. That now they are no more students, but they have become graduates. During matriculation, people also wear robes. In fact, special occasions where universities or institutions meet, you see certain individuals who are respected put on robes. In the book of Esther, we see Mordecai adorned with robe, and he was given a horse, a robe that the king has worn before, representing that kind of special favor that the king has bestowed on Mordecai. In Luke chapter 15, verse 22, when the prodigal son repented and went back to his father, his father ordered for a special robe to be put on this particular son of his. Now, let's talk about the crown. So we've spoken about robe, and now we are going to talk about the crown. Just as I spoke about the robe, that in ancient Greek, uh, Greece, China, Egypt, Mesopotamia, ancient Europe. It is the same way that when you come to the crown, in all these cultures that I've spoken about, also especially kings, queens, emperors, and many leaders wore crowns. And these crowns were made with several types of um, minerals and precious stones. And these were not just one for fashion no they represent the authority of the king they represent the legitimacy of that person they represented sometimes even unity i remember that uh, for egypt the first war crowns that indicated a unity between lower egypt and upper egypt and then also um, some of the symbols some of the things that were um, made into these crown crowns uh, indicated various um, significance such as the fact that maybe that king has that type of relationship with the divine or the king has this form of supernatural powers so in all these cultures that I've mentioned the crown is or was a very important object and in fact the crown must be respected and so when you read certain books or when you read history about how important people respected the crown so the crown almost became synonymous to the seat or the the the, the position of a queen or a king so when you say the crown then we are talking about that authority that comes from the king or the queen now when you come to the bible also we know that people like high priests wore crowns Aaron wore a holy crown on his head kings wore crowns queens also wore crowns now Jesus wore a crown that is made of thorns in first Corinthians chapter 9 verse 24 to 25 Paul urged us to strive for an imperishable crown in 2 Timothy 4 verse 8 he spoke of it as the crown of righteousness in James chapter 1 verse 12 it is referred to as the crown of life. In 1 Peter 5 and 4, it is the crown of glory. 
Revelation 2 verse 10 we're told that we should be faithful unto death and we shall inherit the crown of life now I've spoken about the crown and then I've spoken about the robe in Revelation 4 4 we see these two at play that the 24 elders were given white robes and a golden crown in John chapter 19 2 and 5 Jesus was um, uh, robed or a robe was put on Jesus and then he also had a crown of thorns in Esther chapter 8 verse 15 Mordecai was put on a royal apparel and of blue and white and with a great crown of gold there is a song that speaks of mansion robe and crown a very beautiful song and unfortunately I'll not be able to sing that for you now mansion robe and crown now you see i'm not talking about the mansion today my emphasis is on the robe and crown for indeed jesus says that i'm going to prepare a place for you and when i come i'll come and take you to where i am in my father's house are many mansions and so yes uh, from there that idea of the fact that uh, will be inherit mansion is there but of course uh, um, we we would believe that when we are talking about that spiritual heavenly realm we are not talking about physical mansions as we see it today but as i said this song mansion robe and crown the chorus says mansion robe and crown their love always abound forever let me your throne surround lord please reserve my mansion robe and crown in the verse one um the verse one says that I'm gonna trade my earthly home for a mansion or one bright and fair. So he was referring to one that is uh, given to him by God. And he, the verse stanza that uh, verse three or the stanza three that I want us to think about is that my head is bowed and bloody from the work I have tried to do, but one day. I will be rewarded with a crown so bright and new. I'll wear a smile so bright for there will be no cause for a frown when I receive my mansion, robe and crown. This is a very wonderful hymn. So mansion, robe and crown. But now we are talking about the robe and the crown especially. When you talk about the robe and crown, it just does not represent these things that I've talked about in terms of earthly sense. The robe and crown represent victory. They represent special identities as we have seen already. And then it represents also salvation. So for us to read from various passages from the Bible and realize that we are going to be rewarded with crowns, we are going to be robed or to put on white robes, this is what it represents, victory over sin. It represents our special relationship with God, that special identity, that we are sons and daughters of the greatest king, which is God, and that we shall inherit salvation. And when the prodigal son repented and went to the father, the father gave him a special role, showing that kind of honor that the father is giving to the son for taking that decision to come back to him. So Jesus have said, robe and crown, they are not just mere material things. 
they represent that thing that I'm speaking about, victory over sin, the special identity we have over, uh, we have with God, and then the salvation which we shall inherit. But you see, when you read through history, all who were waiting in line, especially the royal families, to be clothed with the robe and the crown, just did not inherit it anyhow. They had to live certain lives. They had to try as much as possible to behave in a way that would not put the crown in disrepute. And so, there is a movie I have begun watching that is The Crown. By, and it records the life of how um, uh, they just uh, passed uh, Queen Elizabeth. May her soul rest in peace. Um, talks about how um, she became or how she became a queen and uh, the things about her ruling or her reign and all the events that went on and sometimes when you watch you realize that these people were supposed to live certain lives in a way that the public will not have to um, um, the pu- public will not have to, to, to say bad things about this family and some of these members of this family have to do they have their own opinions and the way they want to live their lives but they must make sure that they are fitting into that which is supposed to be seen of the royal family and so for someone to rise through to be inherit this robe or to be to be crowned as queen or king it doesn't come with ease it involves a lot of pain it involves a lot of discipline it involves a lot of um, um um, a lot of effort and it's the same way that when we talk about you as an individual or as a person for you to be able to inherit the robe and a crown then there is some effort on your part for those who have become Christians yes we've been told and this song encourages us that we would inherit a mansion robe and crown but it doesn't come easily we need to shun all manner of evil. We need to strive to please God in our daily lives. We all know the kind of weaknesses we are confronted by. And it is for us to daily remind ourselves and repent from all these things. And we'll be able to inherit this rule and crown. Now for those who have not given their lives to Christ, there is the need for one to repent. In Acts chapter 3 verse 19, Peter says that, Repent therefore and be converted that times of refreshing or that your sins may be blotted out so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. And he continues to say that when Christ was raised from death, it was to the Israelites first. And in this case, I'm talking about spiritual Israelites who refer to us or those who shall come to believe in Christ Jesus. It is to them first that Christ was sent to bless and to turn each and every one from their iniquities. And that is what will make someone eligible or qualified to inherit a role and a crown. Today, I have spoken to you about role and crown. And I believe that you are um, eager to inherit such a wonderful thing. Even if in earthly terms, when we speak of the robe and crown, it is such wonderful 
it is such prestigious it is such a type of authority such type of um, victory it represents that type of class and all these things then how much more a robe and a crown that will be given to you by God wouldn't you want a robe and a crown from God I want and I, I need it Paul spoke about the fact that he would inherit it how about you are you eager to inherit or to receive or to be rewarded with this robe and a crown if yes then today I urge you let us draw ourselves from all manner of false doctrines and strive as much as possible to live in the truth of God to abide in the doctrine of Christ to shun all manner of evil association and to strive for spiritual and purity or doctrinal purity that our lives will be aligned with the word of God and that we will be pleased with God and in the end I believe that we will inherit a robe and a crown and going back to the song not just a robe and a crown but we will receive a mansion a robe and a crown I pray that as we all strive to get there the Lord will give us strength to be able to live life that are worthy of his calling so that in the end we will be able to receive a robe May the Lord bless you for listening to this sermon. Please share with all of us who will be able to listen and take some important lessons from this. So that in the end, all of us will be part of the multitude that will stand in the presence of the Lord. Multitude from different nations, from different times and from different people that are clothed with white robes who have washed their robes in the blood. And crown is our message for today. May the Lord bless you. Share this with all other people and keep following Sports Life on the way. And I believe we we'll all learn and grow. May the Lord bless you for listening. Bye.